All right. Hey, it's only me. It's only Mike. I'm wondering how many of you have now turned off the podcast since you know Dr. Dave Fitch is not in the room with me. I have a friend who was uh, telling me that there's another podcast out there um, who was giving me some shade because they said my personality is not big enough to hang with Dave, uh, to which my response is, yes, 100% right. My personality is not big enough to hang with Dave. Dave can fill up, Dave could fill up the Superdome if he wanted to. His personality is that big. And uh, we do this little recording in a, how big is this room? Eight by 10 room? Eight by eight room? So I'm gonna try to fill this eight by eight space up. Um, Just for the next 15, 20 minutes. Dave isn't here because uh, he's upstairs teaching a class. Um, One more intensive. He taught an intensive last week and he's teaching an intensive this week. So we've been kind of quiet on the podcast because it's just been busy here at Northern Seminary. Uh, Last week we had intensives in for our Master's in Anabaptist Studies and Theology and Mission and Dave's doctoral intensive and we did the Brady Lectures. So if you uh, were not here for the Brady Lectures with Dr. Reggie Williams, then let me point you to our, uh, our Facebook page. Are people still using Facebook? I think people are still using Facebook. I hope so, because that's where we post a lot of the stuff about this uh, this podcast. Go on the Facebook page, um, check out the lectures that we recorded with Dr. Reggie Williams. Um, the first one is just Dr. Williams talking about Bonhoeffer. There's some Q&A. In the second one, he does the same, but in the second one, he also... <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, in the second one, he also joins a panel. So we have three friends of Northern, a few um, of them who are Northern grads. Uh, they did a panel with Dr. Williams. And the panel is worth the price of admission. The panel was fantastic. It was wonderful. It was good. Just good response. I learned a lot. I'm going back and reading some books after um, being... At the lecture and heard a lot of good books and a lot of good books referenced. So, yeah, check that out. It won't take up too much of your time. Um, and try to follow along. We have There's a PowerPoint, so if you have a hard time just following a lecture being read, look forward to the photos that are there on the PowerPoint. All right, so, hey, it's summertime. At least it's summertime in Chicago. It's warm enough to have the shorts on. But for theology and mission, that means the summertime is also a bit more of a break time for us. Summer break. School's out. Fitch is going to Florida next week. I'm not going to Florida, but uh, I'm moving in the next couple weeks, trying to find a new apartment, and just easing into a little bit of a slower schedule. So that means that we're not going to be doing the podcast that much this summer. It'll just kind of be ad hoc. If Fitch was here, he would want to talk about uh, the St. Louis Blues winning the Stanley Cup. I'd rather talk about the Toronto Raptors winning the NBA Finals. But we're not going to talk about any of those things. Instead, what I'm going to do is 
Uh, I'm going to point you to three episodes that we have recorded in the last year. Now, if you listen to this podcast um, frequently, none of this is new for you. But I'm bringing, bringing it up. I am bringing it up. Man, I, I talk fast. My parents are from Western Pennsylvania, and I learned how to speak from them. And Western Pennsylvania is known as the smallest, re- smallest regional accent where we drop the diphthong. So anytime there are, there's a word with two vowels um, next to each other, we just plow on through it. So we just plow through the word, and we try to smash the consonants together as well. So if you're wondering why I talk like I talk, that's it. I say some words weird. My fiance was telling me that I say the word western, western, western. Anyhow, uh, where was I? Okay, yeah. So I'm bringing bringing up these new episodes because we have a lot of new listeners, and I want to give you like the top three episodes from the last year. So these are the top three episodes that people have listened to. We've gotten the most feedback. And I'm not going to include our our interviews. I'm not I'm not sure why, but our interviews do really well. Uh, our our interview with uh, Michael Gorman this past year has been by far the most listened to episode. E- even more listened to than episodes from three years ago when Holsclaw and Fitch were just starting up this podcast. So uh, interviews with Karen Swallow Pryor, um, Michael Gorman, C. Christopher Smith. I'm not going to include those. But if you have an idea for somebody you want us to interview, um, hit me up. Send me a direct message on Facebook, uh, an email, put a post-it note on my car door, ring my doorbell, just find me. Tell me who we should interview. All right? Drum roll, please. Now I'm going to have to find a drum roll um, sound to shove into this podcast. Okay. So if you haven't listened to this before, or if you have listened to us before, but you want to know a little more about what's going on behind the episode, I'm going to tell you it here. Okay? This isn't going to take long. Just strap in. Okay. The third most listened to, responded to episode in the last 12 months was episode four, Should christians vote and we uh, released this episode around the time we were having some primaries here in the u.s um and in chicago we've also just elected a new mayor so this conversation is always happening and for me as a pastor the most flack i've ever received from a congregation is when i have asked this question should christians vote I want to give you um, a few recommend, uh, recommended readings um, behind uh, the episode. Because when Fitch and I are having these conversations, there are a stack of books that we are referring to or things that we've read. So I just want to give you um, some things to read uh, for your summer, for your summer vacations, or for just hanging out on the beach or sitting in a hammock. Or if you're working a a job uh, where you're punching in nine to five, maybe during lunch break, 
here are some books to read. Okay, so this is one book um, that's not well known, but I actually picked it up this past year because <clears throat> I wanted a better overview of political theology. So the book is Political Theology, A Guide for the Perplexed. Okay, so before you like just shrug it off, like, oh, a guide for the perplexed, like this is an idiot's guide. Do you remember the idiot's guide from back in the 90s and 2000s? Okay, so a guide for the perplexed, political theology. Elizabeth Phillips is the author. Um, she teaches, uh, where she teach? University of Cambridge. And this book is a great introduction. And she parses out the differences of theology between the theologians, John Howard Yoder, Stanley Hauerwas is a student of Yoder. So John Howard Yoder and Oliver O'Donovan. And she connects that to the theology of Augustine and other patristics. So if you want to just kind of understand, like, what is the political theology landscape? Start with this book. If you really want to dig deep, read some Oliver O'Donovan, Resurrection and the Moral Order, um, Politics of Jesus by Yoder, City of God by Augustine, or Augustine, I don't know how you say it, um, but read those books, and that'll give you uh, a little more of um, an idea of the constellation of the conversation. All right, should Christians vote? I'm sure that will be played next year as well, as we are anticipating some more um, voting being done as the voting season's ramping up. It feels like it's always ramping up. It feels like it's a full-time job just to keep track of this stuff. All right, that's one. Number two, this is not a surprise, um, was <laughs> here in season four. I actually didn't put an episode on this. I think it was episode episode six or seven. Uh, this is the episode titled Post Willow Creek Era, Vulnerability and Repentance. So we published this episode uh, in wake of um, Pastor Bill Hybels resigning and the accusations being made about um, sexual and power abuse in the church. Honestly, probably the best person to read about this is is Dave. If you've uh, read Great Giveaway, which I'm guessing a lot of people have read it at this point if they're following Dave. Um, the Great Giveaway was kind of born out of Dave's experience here in Chicago uh, with you know, what I would call uh, mainstream mainstream box churches. Um, so Dave is critiquing that and focusing on how do we reinvigorate relationships of intimacy, how do we create social spaces where there's vulnerability. And the fallout um, from... Um, Bill Hybel's departure from Willow Creek is being felt all over the church and churches across the U.S. are still reeling from the misuse and the abuse of power. Um, obviously, we can look at the Roman Catholic Church. Uh, the SBC Church has been releasing statements this week in light of uh, their sexual abuse scandal. And it's just sad. And this is just really sad. You know, if you're somebody like me who is oftentimes critical of large churches, there still is no kind of pleasure in seeing 
uh, the implosion and some of the destruction uh, that's been caused um, from from these scandals and from these episodes. If you want to find uh, something good to read, um, I would suggest Soon Chan Ra, Prophetic Lament. He was our uh, theology mission uh, lecturer in 2018. Also another friend of the podcast, Mandy Smith. Uh, she writes about the vulnerable pastor. Um, these are two really important voices um, who can ground us in practices of lament and vulnerability. So I just want to encourage you to read those. Um, I keep saying um a lot. You know, it's one of those space fillers. All right. Last. Last and not least, and this is, um, again, not surprising, Season 4, Episode 6. Our most listened to episode from this past year, Caught in the Middle, Human Sexuality. Uh, not a surprise because this is just a constant conversation the church is having. Although I will tell you, I will tell you this: um, the previous ten years I spent pastoring a church of all college students, and I had a conversation about human sexuality within a church space, a church social space. I had that conversation every single week, and I'm not exaggerating. Every single week, to the point when I came to Northern here and I wrote my uh, dissertation, I ended up devoting a lot of that work to this conversation because it was such a pressing part of a congregational life. Now, what's unique is that I've moved on from that congregation. Uh, I moved to the south side of Chicago, and my fiance and I are now moving to the west side of Chicago, and we're joining up with a church that is. Um, located in in a neighborhood that is, um, I think, 95% African-American. And the congregation is probably probably lower middle class, um, working class. Um, It's designated as a neglected and an impoverished um, neighborhood. And I say designated because that's its reputation um, on the west side of the city. All that to say, um, since I've moved from a more middle, upper class, um, progressive, liberal context to, you know, a more conservative context. I have not had this conversation hardly at all. And and I'm just kind of pointing out the obvious, um, but it surprised me at the speed I went from having this conversation nonstop going 120 miles per hour to boom, brick wall, rarely having the conversation. And I'm interested in how uh, this unfolds in the next 10 years of my life and ministry, recognizing that this is a really important issue for us to talk about because we are talking about people and people whose lives have been affected um, and a lot of people who have been affected and hurt by the church. Uh, In this episode, Dave's talking about the tensions that underlie uh, our spirit of argumentation in the church, which is also what his new book is about. He talks about, um, oh, bumping the mic here. He um, talks about Hegel and Offhaben. Is this, uh, Offhaben is this, um, 
how do I explain it? Um, it's this idea in dialectics of preserving and canceling something at the same time. So, you know, history moves forward because there's an argument, and then there's a reaction to the argument. Then an argument and a reaction to the argument. It's both preserving and canceling at the same time. It's self-sublating. So this Hegelian idea of off is what Dave is driving, um, or what, what Dave is drawing from when he talks about uh, these uh, destabilizing arguments that we have that are full of antagonisms. And the world is moving forward because we're always reacting to an argument that's being made, and there's an injustice and an antagonism tied up in that. Okay, if you just zoned out, don't worry, so did I. I don't even, I think I just kind of said words. If you're really interested in that stuff, you can go read uh, Phenomenology of the Spirit. I'm not going to read that because I just don't don't have time. And Well, I probably have time, I'm just not interested. I would just rather read something else. Um, if you want to read something else about... Uh, Let's see, uh, human sexuality and some of the philosophy that um, lies underneath it. There is a great book, and I'm stalling a little bit because I'm looking it up. Um, it's by David Madsko McCarthy. Um, the book is Sex and Love in the Home. And he draws on a lot of philosophers, but... The thing I love about this book is that he is looking at how the forces of consumerism, capitalism, liberalism, liberalism um, not being left, like political left, liberalism being um, individualistic, unencumbered self, atomized people. So um, he's taking all of these strands that are operating in our Western culture and he's holding it up and saying, how does this affect the family, the church? the home, how we think about sexuality and sex. So I highly recommend that book. Um, it's David Mazko McCarthy, um, Sex and Love in the Home. All right. Those are our top three from the last 12 months. If you uh, have something you want to talk about, let me know. You got somebody you want to interview, let me know. I don't know what the summer has planned. Um, I know I'm getting married in about five weeks and moving to a new place uh, on the west side of the city. And I'm going to hopefully relax uh, and get some more reading done. As always, if you like these conversations, check out our master's programs, our doctoral programs. You can take our master's classes anywhere in the world. We have students in Europe and Asia who are getting an MDiv here at Northern. Uh, I'm directing our theology mission master's and helping with uh, Dr. Dennis Edwards on our Anabaptist studies program as well. All right, I think, I think, think that's it. I know that's it. All right, until next time, thanks for listening.